0: Welcome to the Money Hour with host Tina Mitchell and co-host Keelan Harvey. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145420 and Keelan Harvey, MLO 1330075 are licensed loan originators with Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, NMLS 134871. The views expressed by the speakers on the following program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited now in the studio local mortgage experts tina mitchell and keelan harvey
1: welcome to the money hour at eleven fifty a.m kknw the saturday july 31st show you can also listen to our podcast facebook Premier show or on our show youtube channel in addition for more information on upcoming events please go to tinamitchellevents.com i am your host tina mitchell
2: and i'm your co-host keelan harvey
1: bringing in expert advice and inside knowledge on today's events in our local economy and how they can affect your money. If you're hearing our show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. We are here to answer any questions or connect you with the amazing guests that we have on the show today. Please call the show at one 855 411 Again, that's one 855 411 or online at themoneyar.com. And our lineup for today's show, it is all about Kirsten O'Shields, a body- Language Strategy. How are you showing up? Also, if you're watching our show on our Facebook premiere or our YouTube channel, I would like to introduce our engineer at Hubbard Radio, Benny, and our director of marketing, Victoria. We could not do it without them. Thank you, Benny and Victoria. Let's go ahead and start out the uh, show as we do each week with a little bit of money chat. What do you got today, (laughs) Keelan? always just had to jump in there too early all right keelan what do you have for our listeners today
2: well uh we went through all the important mortgage reports in a series and i'm starting to like this series idea and so i thought i'd start a new series this week and this new series is about credit the need for central banking and how the banking systems work so this is the uh, money hour after all and so it's important that we educate our listeners about how money works and some of this is complicated some of it's basic uh but i think Overall, people are gonna learn a lot from this. So uh, I'm gonna start with credit. So what is credit? And, And most of the time what we consider to be cash is actually credit and credit has a downside in some cases. With credit, you're bringing a purchase that would have been made in the future forward today. So there are two ways you can purchase a good or service. And I'm sure everybody's aware, but you can either wait until you have saved up enough money to purchase now, or you can pay over time plus interest. And we've all had maybe a family member, we've seen the infomercials buy today for $5.99 or 60 easy payments of $10. Now, credit can be bad when finance is overconsumption and and can be paid back. Additionally, credit can be a drag on future economic activity. So here's an example of that. A new TV can be financed so you can receive it today, but it's giving you a debt that you now have to pay back with interest. So what that's actually doing is it steals the money that you could have used to make other purchases in the future. Hence why you should never do those easy payments and instead you should save the money and just buy it because the reality is that you're stealing from yourself. However, credit can be good when it creates additional velocity of money. And what is the velocity of money? Well, I'm glad you asked. Uh, The velocity of money tells us how many times the same dollar turns over. So here's an example to help illustrate what I mean by the same dollar turning over. So the money that a consumer spends to purchase a car will earn a salesperson, the dealership, and the manufacturer money. Sounds familiar? We've all done that. Then the salespersons go out and use the income to go to, let's say, a restaurant with his family. The restaurant owner can now use this income to purchase furniture, which a furniture store owner can spend and so on and so on and so on. The cycle continues. So how does debt affect the velocity of money? Debt is used to bring future purchases forward today. Using the same example of a car, an individual can either save up to purchase a car with the cash in the future or, or take out a loan to purchase that car today. If debt is used to make a purchase, it initially creates velocity of money, right? as we just explained, but that debt now has future payments that must be paid to service that debt. If the monthly payment to service the debt uh, is $500, then the borrower would have $500 less each month to make future purchases, causing a drag on the economy and slowing future velocity of money. However, if the purchase of the vehicle is used to generate income above and beyond the surface of debt, it can eliminate the drag and create additional velocity of money. If the individual, let's just say, uses the car to become an Uber driver, this debt will now generate income. If the income the person receives is about, hypothetically, 2000 per month, it'll outweigh the debt payment of 500 and create additional velocity of money. Now, if you look at the velocity of money through 2020, the velocity of money in the US has actually been declining. The slowing of velocity of money equates to slower economy activity economic activity excuse me which equates to less inflation as we've learned less inflation is beneficial for mortgage-backed securities and mortgage rates we've talked about this on many other money chats and we could go on forever about that understanding the concept of loss of money though will help you determine if there's downward pressure on interest rates increased government debt influences overall interest rates lower as long as there's a debt service that must be paid. So to capitalize on that even further, it's obviously the opposite uh, uh, now, 2021. So let's talk about liquidity a little bit, and then uh, we'll dive into more of this next week, too, as, as we know. So. Liquidity is how easily an asset can be converted into cash. Some liquid assets include cash, money, market accounts, stocks, and bonds that are easily saleable. Um, It makes sense because you can sell them right away and you can get your money back. Real estate is considered less liquid because of the time required to sell. However, the liquidity may be accessed through credit by borrowing against these liquid type of assets. But in this market that we're in today, homes are selling so fast that it's absurd. So the reality is, if you put your home on the market, you're going to get your cash very, very quickly. You can do home equity lines of credit, as, as we we're suggesting here, and other ways that you can get your cash out of it. Uh, for me, uh, real estate is my favorite investment of all investments. So that's our series this week. And next week, we're going to get into some more fun money stuff. Great
1: money chat. That's what we call this the money hour. It's how to maximize your money. And as Kaelin shared, yes, you can use uh, debt smartly to be able to do that. Tina Mitchell here with your money chat. As of December 2020, the Fed announced that they are buying $80 billion per month in treasuries and $40 billion per month in mortgage-backed securities. But... As I brought into Money Chat many times, they have been buying much more than that in mortgage-backed securities. The reason being is their reinvestments. The Fed has a massive balance sheet of mortgages that they held and received principal payments and payoffs when the home sold or refinanced. Instead of just receiving the payments, the Fed has been reinvesting all of them back into mortgage-backed securities. The Fed has been misleading everyone as to the real amount that they are purchasing. They have purchased roughly 600 $183 billion in the last six months, which puts them on pace to purchase $1.37 trillion this year. If we were to estimate that in loan volume this year, 20% lower than 2020, it would put the total volume around 3.2 trillion. That means that the Fed is going to be buying about 43% of the market. Looking back to 2020. When there was roughly 4 trillion in volume, the fed bought nearly 50%. We know that the fed will eventually start tapering and we'll do it slowly, but we'll have to wait and see what happens to the market when the fed completely steps out. Forecast from CNBC, A Fed survey, the money manager, investment strategists, and economists announced tapering in November and rate hike in October of 2020. While these are just their thoughts, we also believe that the Fed will start tapering early next year. On uh, based on some of the comments that they've made. Now, the MBA reported that applications to purchase a home fell 2% last week and are 18% lower on a year-over-year basis. But that is impacted by the rise of cash buyers who are of course not counted in the mortgage applications and account for a large part of the decline. Cash buyers last year made up 16% of purchases, while today they are 23% of purchases. If you do the math, applications would be lower on a year-over-year basis, but only by 9% as opposed to 18% when factoring in the increase of cash buyers. Additional home prices have gone up significantly with year-over-year appreciation up over 16%. At the same time, inventory levels are down over 20%. The point here is that housing is still very strong and is not showing signs of weakness like other media platforms would lead you to believe. Now, Diane Olick wrote in an article on CNN. NBC titled Housing Boom Is Over and New Home Sales Fall to Pandemic Low. She has been negative on the housing market for 8 or so years telling people it is a bad time to buy a home and boy was she definitely wrong. She is married to this story stating that the housing boom is over. We still see, see st- extremely strong demand and tight supply causing appreciation to accelerate. Now the case Schiller home price Home price index, which is considered the gold standard for appreciation, showed home prices rose 2.1% in May and 16.6% year over year, which is up almost 2% and 2% annual price gains seen in the previous report uh, at a high record. The 20 city index rose 17% year over year, with almost all of the cities showing strong gains: Phoenix, San Diego and, of course, Seattle, continued to report the highest annual gains, Phoenix 26%, San Diego 25%, and Seattle 23%. The slowest annual price gain was Chicago at 11%. The FHFA, Federal Housing Finance Agency, released their home price index, which measures home price appreciation on single-family homes with conforming loan amounts. While you can have a million-dollar home with a conforming loan amount, the report most likely is representing lower-priced homes, where supply is tightest and demand is strongest. It should be no surprise that it is even stronger than the Case-Shiller report. Home prices rose 1.7% in May and are up 18% year-over-year, up from 15% point seven percent in the previous report refinances increased nine percent seeing a significant benefit from the removal of the adverse mortgage market reverse market fee and rates dropping last week they are down 10 percent year over year which is improved from 18 percent decline seen on an annual uh, basis now the refinance share of applications increased for the third straight week jumping from 65 percent to 67 percent interest rates just decreased last week are 19 basis points or between an eighth to a quarter percent lower than this time last year and that is your money chat great information and great guests in studio for more information on any topic discussed please call the show at 1-855-400-1150 or online at themoneyhour.com coming up next in the money hour how are you showing up kirsten o'shields a body language strategy right here at 11 50 a.m kknw
3: With 25 years of training and performing in theater and opera, Kirsten O'Shields has acquired an in-depth knowledge of all levels of communication. Kersten brings her unique skills, talents, and understanding of nonverbal communication to life. Kersten is the CEO and founder of the Body Language Strategy Academy, a training system for learning to communicate leadership and executive presence through enhanced body language and expression, messaging, and leadership skills. Kirsten works with international speakers, best-selling authors, real estate professionals, and business executives in Fortune 500 companies. She speaks and trains nationally on body language strategy for business and has performed keynote speeches and workshops for organizations such as Google, eBay, National Women's Council of Realtors, and the Miss Washington program.
4: Hello, this is Kirsten O'Shields. Please go to theblsacademy.com to learn more information or contact me at Kerstin, K-E-R-S-T-I-N at theblsacademy.com. We look forward to helping you step into purpose on purpose to create purpose every day.
3: Wherever you go,
0: Alternative Talk 1150 is here for you. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, and co-host Keelan Harvey on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now back to the show with local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey.
1: Who are listening to the money hour at 1150 a.m kknw the saturday july 31st show you can also listen to our podcast facebook premiere show or show on our youtube channel in addition for information on upcoming events you can go to tinamitchellevents.com i am your host tina mitchell
2: and i'm your co-host keelan harvey
1: it is a great day to talk about money and that is what the show is all about how to make money save money so you can have a better quality of life for you and your family. If you are listening to our show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. We are here to answer any questions or connect you with the guests that we have on the show today. Please call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyhour.com. And now in studio, back in studio, a regular visitor is Kirsten O'Shields a Body Language Strategy. How How are you showing up right here on 1150 AM KKNW? Kirsten, welcome again back to the show. Thank
5: you so much for having me. It is always such an incredible joy to come back and
1: talk with both of you and the amazing audience that you have. Thank you. Well, it's our honor and our privilege to have you back as well. So a little bit about Kirsten. With 30 years of training and performing in theater and opera, Kirsten has acquired an in-depth knowledge of all levels of communication. She brings in unique skills, talents, and understanding of nonverbal communication in life. She is the CEO and founder of the Body Language Strategy System, a training system for learning to communicate leadership and executive presence through enhanced body language and expression, messaging, and leadership skills. Kirsten is a best-selling author and works with international speakers, real estate professionals, and business executives in Fortune 500 companies. She speaks and trains internationally on body language strategy for business in keynote speeches and workshops for organizations such as Google and eBay Global.
2: Kirsten, you're such a rock star. I love having you on the show. It's always so interesting, so much information, and you brought it today too. That title of How Are You Showing Up is probably one of the most influential things that's ever been told to me in my life because it comes back to you being responsible for you. And you can use how are you showing up in everything in your life, your relationships, your family, everything. I think it's such a powerful thing. And I know uh, in this COVID world we live in, obviously, Zoom is the life now. So my question to you is how are we showing up or how are you listeners showing up online?
5: You know, that is such a great question, and the beauty of that question, how are you showing up, is it really has taken a whole new life, right, in this Zoom world that we're now in, and I find that now I'm talking a lot more about what I call Zetiquette, Zoom etiquette, and, and what does that look like in all these meetings that were coming on now virtually. And I come from a space where I, because I coach internationally, I have been meeting with my clients on Zoom for the last eight years. So I call myself a Zoom veteran. And I found when I first started teaching body language, you think that would be hard virtually, right? But really there's so much that transfers because we still visually see everything. And that's a core practice in body language strategy is, as humans, because body language strategy is from the inside out, right? It's not just that, okay, when you flip your hair, it means this. And if you're tapping your pen, it means that body language strategy is a whole new level of looking at nonverbal communication. We're looking from the structure of how humans work. And then how do we actually produce that and engage with that with other people? As humans, we emotionally respond to what we physically see and hear. On Zoom, we physically see and hear everything. That is inside of your magic box, which is what I call it, right? So the beauty of being able to have this moment where no matter where you're at on the face of the planet, we can still connect. And more importantly, we can still exude And really take what we have to offer and create an impact, no matter where you're at, to everybody on the face of this planet. And I think that is so powerful for people to embrace and take in and more importantly, use and step into that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Such an important topic that people know that how you show up on Zoom and or virtually any platform that you're using, you want to show up exactly the same that you would if you were in person. And so, Kirsten, let's talk about Zoom fatigue and why people can get so, it can be so exhausting Now, I'd like to hope to say that with my events, it's not. I strategically do a lot of things to hopefully prevent from that. But I've been on a lot of uh, Zoom events that it is Zoom fatigue and it is totally exhausting. It can be if you don't
5: approach it with intent. Now, when I say that, uh, there's some really specific things you have to look at to keep yourself from being fatigued and really drained from sitting in front of your computer all day long now the first problem is you're sitting in front of your computer all day long. So one of the things that I always tell my clients and I have chosen to do myself, and I was in practice with this before the pandemic hit is I make sure I am getting up at least once an hour out of my seat from in front of my computer now that's really important because to the body It needs that flow of oxygen running through it. When we're talking about body language, one of the first things we're talking about is how to be confident. Because you can be kind, you can be trustworthy, you can be super approachable, which are all the other pillars that we talk about in body language strategy. But if you're not doing those things confidently, you're showing up lukewarm in all of them. right? You've really lost your impact that you can create in anything else you're doing. So confidence is that cornerstone. Really showing up confident really takes everything to the next level. And that's in how you sit and stand with your alignment. If you're feeling confident, you're actually creating a higher level of energy for yourself and for the people watching you. And again, that's going to start tugging on that emotional aspect because we emotionally respond to what we physically see.
1: So if you're hosting a Zoom event, uh, my takeaway would be, which I have not done, and which I will because I have a coaching course that's an hour and a half for Mm. each one of the weeks. And so actually just having a break and having them stand up from their computer probably wouldn't be a bad idea. Absolutely. So I teach three-hour classes.
5: I do group coaching. You know, I I do all of my coaching this way. And at the 45-minute mark, all my clients and all my people who are in my coaching know, okay, it's time to get up. And I tell them, I'm watching. If I see you sitting, you're grounded. Okay. It's time to get up and moving because the body needs that flow of oxygen, not only to feel better, but... The body, when it's taking in the oxygen, it's most people don't actually breathe down to their second lobe when they're sitting because they're slouching. And that pulls in. Well, that reduces your oxygen levels. This is when everybody's in their seats like, oh, okay, I got to (laughs) move. Readjust, readjust. So posture, posture, posture. Posture actually feeds your body with energy. It helps you get your oxygen moving. And your brain, even though it's, only one and a half percent of your body mass. It's a little tiny bit of your body mass. It takes up 20% of your oxygen intake. So when you breathe well, you're thinking, well, that's what's going to help your focus. That's what's going to help your energy and your mental stability to be able to keep up and not get fatigued and, you know, really start getting that brain fog. Yeah. Yeah. Most people are like this. Well, this happens in the slouching before the brain goes, I'm checking out. I'm done. I can't do it anymore. So, aligning the body aligns the energy, aligns the focus, aligns your awesome.
1: And this is coming from our opera singer. So yes. Yes.
2: (laughs) And it's it's funny every time I have Kirsten and especially in studio, what you guys don't see is me and Tina like adjusting ourselves. (laughs) I actually adjusted my camera once because I'm like, oh, I got to get my head closer. Like I'm like, you know, so we're all self-conscious of it, um, but it's fun and it's good for us. Even more so so.
1: when uh, when Kirsten is here.
2: Yeah, like in, when we were in studio, we were like, well, I don't know what to do with my hands. I was doing weird things. It was all awkward. Yeah, it was funny. Um, so, Kirsten, what about the number one mistake that you see people make in virtual meetings? I'm sure the same things happen over and over again, probably.
5: Well, so a couple different things. You really have to understand you're there to connect with other people, not to just watch the people zoo. And, The thing that people forget is you're a part of this and everybody can see what you're doing right show up with intent because we're going to emotionally respond to everything you see. And I think we got into this habit of well my computers in front of me yeah that person is there on the screen, but I can you know I can go through Facebook and I can send out this email. And I really I wanna encourage people to consider always treating people like people. Don't treat people like technology. If you were to walk into a one-on-one meeting, let's say you're gonna meet with someone at an office or a coffee shop, you wouldn't sit down and plop down your laptop, order your cup of coffee, start, yay, how's your day going? And then go straight onto Facebook. That would be crazy rude, right? So don't do it here either. You have an opportunity to make a connection. We are still going to emotionally respond to that eye contact. We're still going to emotionally respond to you smiling and responding to what we're saying, which is going to make us want to do business with you, connect with you, encourage that energy exchange to happen, which is also a part of why people get Zoom fatigue because they feel disconnected. And that starts to bring down the emotional level, which affects the energy level in the body. Yeah. So be here on purpose, for real, don't let yourself get distracted because it really makes a difference and we see everything.
1: Yes. So one minute before we take our first commercial uh, break, and I'd like to ask you one last question. Let's talk about a magic box. How can you make the most of your time in the magic box? The thing is you want it to be
5: influential and feeling based. How do you want people to walk away from what they're going to see, right? How are you showing up? There's that question. Do you look professional and put together? Is your background aesthetic adding to the moment or is it distracting from the moment, right? So you have full power in your magic box. You have full control. This is the one place you can actually step into control, where if you're in a meeting, you don't have control over what that building looks like. You have control over this. And again, we're going to emotionally respond to what we see. If there's a whole bunch of garbage, or it's a big piled mess, or you're all over the place, or you're going in and out of the screen, that starts to give us uh, that connection and that signal of, this is not a place I want to be. And we'll start to emotionally pull back from that because visually we don't feel you being present. Yeah. I say that's the thing. Create everything in your magic box that helps you to look, feel and be present
1: yeah and for those of you that are uh working out of your bedroom and i i get it if you have to do that put up a zoom background so your bed's not behind you um, i think that's probably what uh Kirsten is saying and, and quick shout out really quick i strategically put myself very close to the camera because i want to be connected but i met somebody for the first time face to face and he says oh my god i thought you were so tall but you're not i'm only five <laughs> four he actually thought i was really tall and that must be because i'm so close to my camera well, because you're yes. taking
5: up the frame, and so that's I'm the thing. Is really frame. yes,
1: take up yeah. that
5: frame. Be fully in the frame. Yeah. The the little tiny head over to the side yes. is Not really hard to connect. No, yeah. Be you want to sit and look like you're sitting on a coffee table with somebody, or you're sitting at a restaurant with somebody, and it has that same physical look and feel. So we have yeah. that same kind of emotional and connection.
1: Yeah. Another conversation after the show, whether it's good, people think that I'm 5'7 versus 5'4 when I show up uh, in person. But uh, anyways, all right, coming up next on The Money, our continued conversation with Kirsten O'Shields a Body Language Strategy. How are you showing up right here on 1150 AM KKNW?
0: We're on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere you go. So many ways to listen. Make us part of your daily routine. Alternative Talk 1150. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, and co-host, Keelan Harvey, on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now, back to the show with local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey.
1: You are listening to The Money Hour at 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, July 31st show. You can also listen to our podcast, Facebook premiere show, or on our show YouTube channel. In addition, for information on upcoming events, you can go to tinamitchellevents.com. I am your host, Tina Mitchell.
2: And I'm your co-host, Keelan Harvey.
1: We are here to help you build a strong financial blueprint one week and one show at a time. If you are hearing our show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. We are here to answer any questions or more importantly, connect you to our guest. Please call the show 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyhour.com. Again, that's 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyhour.com.
2: So, Kirsten, we talked about uh, some things that we could do to, um, or some downsides, some mistakes that people often make. Let's talk about the five things that people can do to improve their presence online.
5: So, again, it's really about that magic box and how you're showing up. Always, always, always posture, posture, posture. I cannot say that enough. It's going to help you keep your energy high. It's also going to help you to vocally not get fatigued, too because the air can move through, it's easier to talk, we're gonna hear you better, which means we're gonna connect with you better. Really learn where your camera is at. We thrive on eye contact like crazy. Remember the eyes are the windows to the soul, right? So when we're constantly looking off to the side, because maybe you have two different screens, which I've seen, but the camera's on one and you're showing up on the other side. It feels confusing and it feels very disjunct. So make sure you're aligning where you're looking and where your camera is all in one place. So part of that is your office setup. Take some time to make sure that's put up that is most
1: effective
5: for the effect that you want inside of your magic box. So that's really
1: We know real estate is location, 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 how you're showing up. It is posture, posture, posture. and posture. Absolutely. Kirsten, the how you're showing up expert. So how can you learn more about how to improve your presence online and in person now that we're getting back in person? So there's multiple ways that you can access this information.
5: At bodylanguagestrategy.com, I do have online courses that are available that talk you through all the different aspects and we focus very specifically on the body language success pillars there's four of them. And there's the online course covers each one of these with strategic video training and templates and a lot of background on how this actually works and what we respond to and those four pillars are confidence competence trust and approachability. When you show up exuding those four things, people automatically see you as a leader in your industry and you stand out in a room. People notice you immediately. You're the person who, when you walk into the room, they go, oh, look, well, Kirsten's here. Versus 10 minutes later, someone's like, oh, what did you get here? I didn't even notice you were here, right? Now that we're getting back in person, we're excited about that. Let's make the most of that. So really stepping into a higher level of engagement with confidence, competence, trust, and approachability. And I am also available to do presentations. I do one-on-one coaching. I've had the joy of working with many amazing leaders in the real estate industry, and in the Fortune 500 companies. So this is my joy to step into also doing group coaching, which is now coming up starting in September. So that, yes. And um, I'm actually exceptionally blessed to have this amazing partnership that has now started with Locals Give Back. Locals Give Back is a national female-owned company that is actually based out of Maple Valley, Washington. Where oh, I'm from, where yes. Yes. from. Mm-hmm. yes, and they have created this exceptional program that gives back and is a huge win for everybody involved, so I am partnering with them, and what we do is they are a Vivint, uh, the, the home security company, they're an authorized dealer, and a lot of the home security companies, they will give agents or other uh, referral partners a referral fee right? When they make a transaction. At Locals Give Back, because they're an authorized dealer, we're doing it differently. What we're doing, because we want to give back and we want to uplift the community as much as we can, we're taking that and we pull it apart. And when the agent, as a referral partner, sends a lead, instead of it going straight to an agent, What we've done is we've partnered with local uh, groups that are helping domestic violence survivors and single parent families. And we are bringing them in and training them as the phone lead. So they take the lead, they will connect it with the agent, and they get a cut. They get that part of that referral fee from that transaction. And then another part of that referral actually goes towards Someone like me coming in and I am coaching these people who are now stepping in out of a horrible part of their life to step into a higher level for themselves and for their families. And I'm coaching them on the professionalism to take their life to the next level and how they're showing up. And this is just such an amazing opportunity because it's a win, win, win across the everybody up levels together. And that's what I love about locals give back. It's not about, you know, this one part is just going to do great. They're going to get, you know, they're going to make lots of money off this. No, it's about making it wonderful and a win for everybody. So this is so it's incredible.
2: Yeah, that is so awesome. I mean, if we can find an opportunity to give back and, you know, with our business, especially something we're passionate about, that's fantastic. So that's awesome. Now, now, Kirsten, I've had the uh, the pleasure of being in events with you and seeing you in action, and there's no doubt about it that you are an expert of body language, your presence and how you come in and, and even watching you around your family. I, there's a video I watched of you dancing. And you were just tearing it up like like no other. It was fantastic. You just exude this confidence wherever you go. And I appreciate that so much about you. So for our listeners, uh, what advice would you give them so they can show more of that leadership quality in their body language?
5: I think it's really stepping into your purpose with what I call tangible presence. It's not about being perfect. Being perfect is gross, it's fake, it, it feels you know, no one likes to be around that really plastic type of person who's trying to be perfect. We all want to connect. And I think that's the beauty that we've all learned about ourselves through this pandemic experience. is connection is so important. And we want authentic connections. So showing up with your true energy of who you are, and like I said, I love to dance. I have horrified my children in the middle of (laughs) Disneyland, starting to bust loose, getting down. And I loved every minute of it. So I don't walk around, you know, flipping my hair like I'm all that. I show up with joy with everything I do. And that's what I want to give permission to everybody with stepping into their highest level of their greatness. Really creating a space where they can create amazing, authentic connections and up level their life, not only in their business, but in everything
1: they do. Because it is true that we are not going to be perfect for everyone. However, our perfect clients and our perfect business partners are out there. They are connecting to your authentic and your unique self that's how you find them is being that authentic and unique self. So thank you for that, uh, that shout out. So Kirsten, you shared about the partnership with Locals Give Back. How else are you contributing to the community?
5: Well, the beautiful part about that whole situation with Locals Give Back is actually we've decided we want to contribute to our referral partners in the real estate industry. So we just agreed I'm actually going to create a coaching program specifically for our referral partners in the real estate industry that is going to connect them to a higher level of business, because again, it's win, win, win. So I've been so blessed as so I would love to connect with other real estate agents to help them learn how they can be a part of this coaching that actually locals give back because they're partnering with me is paying for part of their coaching. And this is the high-level executive coaching that I'm doing with Google that I've done with Global eBay of really stepping into your greatness and everything that you can offer to your team and also to everybody who is a part of this partnership. And it's been re- I've been incredibly blessed. It's so so incredibly blessed. I've also had the opportunity to contribute to a book that just came out this last month uh, called Impact. And it's actually a book of acronyms. It's the first book of its kind. And it was a friend of mine who is amazing, Jen DuPlessis. She gathered over 31 authors together who are high leaders in the business and mentoring world. And she asked us each to contribute a chapter of acronyms. What are the acronyms that we use in our business or that we use in our mentoring and share? And so it is a book of wisdom of all these different acronyms that are there to help you step into a higher level of what you have to offer. And the book itself is actually an acronym. IMPACT stands for Inspiring Motivational Powerful Acronyms for Cognitive Thinking. I and, can't wait to read it. Oh my gosh, it's such a good book. And I mean, these are high level contributors. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Alex Stern, who is one of the co-founders of Constant Contact. We have Rob Angel, who is the uh, creator of Pictionary, who is actually from the Seattle area, and he's a a Washington local. And so, I mean, big, hot, and many, many more, and really good information. And it's a really easy read, because every chapter is a different author and a different acronym. So I would highly recommend that was such a beautiful thing for me to be invited and to be able to contribute, uh, you know, what I do in body language and talk about that at a a really detailed level to be able to share that wisdom in this book.
2: That is so cool. One of my favorites is false expectations appearing real fear. Right. Um, I don't know who said it, but it's stuck in my brain and I love it. It's so cool. So there's probably a million of those in there. Uh, I'm excited to to check that out. really quick answer or should we go to break tina
1: yeah let's go ahead and do that since we still have kirsten here for the rest of the show coming up next on the money hour our continued conversation with kirsten O'Shields of body language strategy how are you showing up right here on 1150 am kknw
3: With 25 years of training and performing in theater and opera, Kirsten O'Shields has acquired an in-depth knowledge of all levels of communication. Kirsten brings her unique skills, talents, and understanding of nonverbal communication to life. Kirsten is the CEO and founder of the Body Language Strategy Academy, a training system for learning to communicate leadership and executive presence through enhanced body language and expression, messaging, and leadership skills. Kirsten works with international speakers, best-selling authors, real estate professionals, and business executives in Fortune 500 companies. She speaks and trains nationally on body language strategy for business and has performed keynote speeches and workshops for organizations such as Google, eBay, National Women's Council of Realtors, and the Miss Washington program.
4: Hello, this is Kirsten O'Shields. Please go to theblsacademy.com to learn more information or contact me at Kerstin, K-E-R-S-T-I-N at theblsacademy.com. We look forward to helping you step into purpose on purpose to create purpose every day.
0: There's a reason they invented the internet. It's called 1150kknw.com. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, and co-host Keelan Harvey on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now back to the show with local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey.
1: You are listening to The Money Hour at 1150 AM KKNW this Saturday, July 31st show. You can also listen to our podcast, Facebook premiere show, or our show on our YouTube channel. In addition, for more information on upcoming events, please visit tinamitchellevents.com. I am your host, Tina Mitchell.
2: And I'm your co-host, Keelan Harvey.
1: We bring into studio each week the best of the best experts in our local market on everything regarding your money. We are here to help you in today's economy. And now our continued conversation with Kirsten O'Shields of Body Language Strategy. How are you showing up right here at on 1150 AM KKNW?
2: Well, Carson, we never want to cut your answer short because you have so much good information <laughs> that we want to get the whole Shapil here. So I'm glad we did that little cut to break there. So um, how do I know, and I'm sure everybody else is curious and know, uh, curious as well, if I'm conveying a, a confident or, uh, yeah, conf- I can't talk right now. Confidence. I got it. Got it. Confidence it <laughs> with my posture. <laughs>
5: The main thing, and I just had this question recently in one of the trainings I was doing, what's the difference between looking confident if you're thinking about using good posture, right? And maybe taking that too far into being overbearing, right? Because you can stand really tall, but sometimes that can look aggressive. And the main thing I say is learning to actually exist on your center. So it's learning where that is in your body, because what that allows you to do is you are fully in your own power. You are exuding and you're creating and you're owning your own space in your space without taking over someone else's, but still leaving room and invitation for them to be there with you. The beauty of this is now we're stepping into a mutual respect without even having to say a word. And I, I'm always walking around tall, you know, Keelan, like you said, you always see me walking with confidence no matter what I'm doing. Yeah. And people find me inviting. And I'm tall. I you know, I'm five nine. I'm usually yes, in heels. So I, I, yeah, so I'm usually around six foot because I'm always walking around in heels. But people don't find me overbearing, they find me inviting, but it's because I really truly stay in my own space, I stay in my own power. I exude my power, which really gives people that moment to go, this feels really good. This feels like I can have a really deep, fun,
1: friendly conversation. And that's where you anchor your conversations in an authentic space. Yeah. And so Kirsten, I would imagine it's a little bit different than what we learn when we're always in person that near the person that you're with, because would it be an accurate statement to state that you're not going to mirror how somebody's showing up on video? Because in person, if they're a little bit more like this, you know, they kind of say to mirror, but really when virtual, you really need to stand in your own space in that magic box. Would that be correct or incorrect? You
5: know, I think we're at the point in society where we get to grow past mirroring.
1: And and I
5: don't think when you're mirroring, and this is my personal feeling on it, my personal teaching on it, I don't think you're being authentic, right? Why are you going to mirror what someone else is doing when you have your own thing to offer? And if you're gonna be the one to stay and stand confidently, why not invite other people to do the same? And so our mantra at Body Language Strategy is what you reflect out is what is reflected back to you. And if you're waiting for a response and you're going into that reflection, you're really too late. You are giving up that aspect of being the one to create the impact and the influence in the outcome of that moment. So I say, okay. and my teaching and my philosophy is really exude your authentic power and let people enjoy that, let them feel invited into that. And that gives you the opportunity to respect and show and, and be, feel invited to what they have to offer too. We're all unique. We're all beautiful. Yes. Why do we need to mirror each other? Why don't we all step in to who we truly are in front of each
1: other? Makes sense. Thank you.
2: Yeah. You know, Kirsten, I think it's the same with salespeople too. You know, I think we're so past that. Once you smell that, like kind of, we've all had the slimy sales guy, right? Just be your authentic right. self in life. Like I, I don't sell anybody mortgages. i make friends and I am just very transparent and I care about people and that's my authentic self. And it exactly. comes through. And as soon as somebody says like the penalty close or something to me and you, I'm like, Ooh, no no no, 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 no. Cause right. we're past that. So get over it people. There's no hard selling anymore. Just be, yeah your good authentic self. And I couldn't agree more. Um, and the word I was stumbling over from confidence was competence. So I'm going to dive into that one. Does, does your competence put others at ease?
5: You know, this is the one that's talked about the least and has a huge, huge impact on conversations and interactions because it's about your fluidity of how you're showing up. When you show up with fluidity in your body, you're showing you have more control and intent with your movement, and it's also fluidity in your voice. Now, obviously as an opera singer, this is where I shine and I excel. And because I'm also a breathing expert, I'm an international diction coach, this is where I spend a lot of time with my clients. And I would love to see this talked about more. When you speak well, when you move well, off of good posture always, People now, they see you at an elite level, not elitist, right? They see you at a higher level, you're existing at a higher level. And because we emotionally respond to what we physically see and hear, we're now going to stamp, well, obviously mentally, they are operating at a higher level. So we buy into what you're saying at a higher level. This switches that energy from chase. Well, here, I have to commit to you of everything I'm saying. Well, here, let me say it faster. Let me give you more. And, and all of a sudden, we just feel verbally vomited on, right? And it's just, it's too much. When we slow down, when we take our time, when we use good tone and inflection, and we're purposeful with our emotions, now people are able to take it in, they can download it, and they can believe in it. So just slowing down a little bit is usually what the majority of people need, or people who are existing at a little bit lower energy level, Maybe bring it up just a little bit, find that natural space of fluidity in your voice and in your body. Yeah, You're going to find you're actually going to physically save yourself time with how much you have to talk through your information. People are, let's talk about, okay, let me explain this again. All those things go away and we know time is money. So if you're saving yourself that time, you're saving yourself a lot of money
1: and you're creating a better partnership. Yes. And make sure that your expressions match the words that you're saying. Absolutely. if if, If you're saying something joyful, have that great smile on your face. If you're saying something that's not as joyful, you don't have to be stern. But make sure that you don't have the smile that you would have, because otherwise, that's going to give the wrong impression, and obviously, then it's not authentic to your messaging. So, I think that was one of the biggest eye
5: openers for people in this new Zoom existence, uh-huh. because now they can actually see what they look like when they're talking. It yeah. was all of a sudden that, oh, that's not what I thought people were seeing. So yeah. there were there's a lot more light bulbs going
1: off of maybe I'm not showing up how I think I'm showing up. Big eye openers with that. Yeah. So true. What another huge benefit that came out of the pandemic. Absolutely. Kirsten, do others see trust as the first impression of you? They do with me and I will have people come up and sit next to me.
5: And next thing you know, um, I know half of their life story (laughs) Because, because I, I open myself. I give, open invitation with my body language. If someone comes up and sits next to me, I don't sit back and cross my arms, uh, which unfortunately is somewhat commonplace these days. And people wonder why, well, I, I don't really feel like I can connect with people. Are you actually opening up invitation for people to have space around you and for you to actually look trustworthy? Because from the front of the body, This right here in our torso is where we have the most of our vital organs with the least amount of bone coverage, right? If you get stuck with something in the torso, it could be very fatal and very dangerous. So when we open the front part of our body and just keep the shoulders back, we keep the arms open. I'm not saying you got to walk with your arms straight out all the time because that would be awkward. But you know, most of your emotions are opening and you're you're creating space for that person to be around you where it's comfortable. Now that's an unspoken social cue of, I'm gonna trust you with this space. And because what we reflect out is what's reflected back to us. Now that transfers into, I think, you know, I feel like this person's trustworthy.
2: I think every time we have you, Kirsten, it's so cool to me and in every our brains are are amazing machines the amount of information we pick up without words and i mean just these small little cues that you might not even realize you're picking up is all based on science and unbelievable um how in your opinion does body language affect who we decide to do business with i know how i feel about that in certain experiences you have that awkward guy and you're like i'm just not (laughs) cool about this like how how do you feel about that and and who we decide to do business with
5: you know The thing about it is how we show up, right? We're always back to that question. That's the permission that we give to others of how they can interact with us. And so I'm back to that. If you're waiting for a response, you are too late. You're the one who gives the permission with how you're showing up, how you're exuding confidence, how you're showing up competently. Are you exuding trust and invitation of space? Do you look approachable? Are you actually smiling at people or are you sitting in the back scowling the whole time? All those things are the permission you give. And it's also the example of what your business is going to be like, because you're your number one business tool, right? You are the representation of your business. How people see you is how they're going to perceive your business is actually moving forward, what that interaction is going to be like, and that's where they start making choices do i want to be a part of this is this something that appeals to me or repels me so how you show up directly affects the outcome of your business relationships and your business bottom line
1: kirsten thank you so much as keelan said it's always a pleasure to have you in studio virtual and in person and how you show up you answered that at such a high level and I know that I always take away something new to really be thinking about how I'm showing up, especially in the virtual platform that people are going to continue to use for the convenience. So thank you. Thank you. My
5: pleasure. I, I appreciate this opportunity to share. I always love being here with you two. You two are so amazing and rock stars in your own right. So thank you so much for having me. I truly appreciate this opportunity.
1: You're welcome. I love it when she says we're rock stars, Keelan. <laughs> we must be showing up right in our body language. Yeah, that's right, at least in front of uh, Kirsten. All right, I am your host, Tina Mitchell, and I'm
2: your co-host, Keelan Harvey.
1: We are your local rock star mortgage experts. Enjoy the rest of your Saturday. We look forward to talking more money with you next weekend, right here at 11:50 a.m. KKNW.
0: Tina Mitchell, MLO 145420 and Keelan Harvey, MLO 1330075 are licensed loan originators with Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, NMLS 134871. The views expressed by the speakers on the preceding program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited.